Welcome back to the um, long-awaited return of the podcast. How we feel on this 1 a.m. thunderstorm podcast? It, it feels nice. They might hear a little bit of thundering and lightninging. It's all right. It's Oklahoma. Yeah. Um. So, open us up. What do you got? Um. Well, really... This is our pre-spring game podcast because mm-hmm. the spring game is tomorrow, which we will be attending. I'm trying to get interviews, hopefully, with some players, maybe fans. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. But really, um, just want to talk about some news that happened with football and basketball on the show. To start out, um, let's talk about the transfers that we have gotten. We got Mike Woods in the past, like, two days which it was, it was today he announced oh well we got yeah. him today i guess or and then yesterday. and then also we got eric gray a couple weeks months maybe ago it was after the whole tennessee mcdonald's thing but yeah, yeah if you, uh, we got those guys do you have some stats on them um gray coming in is going to be a junior and at Tennessee, he had 772 yards with 157 carries. His touchdowns were not high with four, but it's the SEC as a running back at Tennessee. So what are you yeah. going to do? But um, it'll be interesting to see him, like how he's going to split snaps with uh, Kennedy Brooks this year coming back. And then Mike Woods coming out of Arkansas. He's going to be a senior, and he was second last year in average yards per reception with 19.3, which is – if he can do that in the SEC, then he should blow the Big 12 open, honestly. Oh, yeah. Um, do you think Eric Gray coming in, do you think he's going to be our number two running back? Yeah. Especially with um, McGowan out. Yeah, I think – That's likely. I think that sets him up perfectly to take – Number two reps, and I don't, know, I don't think there's any beating out Kennedy Brooks. Yeah, if he can come back to the level that he was at before. Yeah, he he left at a very strong point. I hope he doesn't come back slow, which, I mean, will be big that we get to see him finally tomorrow. Yeah, we can oh, give some insight. Yeah, what see it, how he carried himself in the off season. Who else do we so we have we had McGowan, but we have the number three Henderson, Mikey Henderson yeah. at running back also. Mm-hmm. And I then think, I think he might actually see some like receiver slot reps yeah. some somewhere down the line because our running back room is really full and he's fast and a great athlete which mm-hmm. I mean we can we need to utilize that wherever we can I feel like he has some height too yeah he's a tall fella okay so with the spring game being tomorrow who are some key players let's, let's get two on both sides of the ball that you're really going to look out for um I'm interested to see Caleb Williams honestly because yeah. I think as a young guy um, coming in to play quarterback at probably the most highly touted offensive coach, coach's school in the nation is big. And he's, he, he was, he's early, um, like he's early to OU. He should be a, a senior in high school right now, not even graduated yet. Um, so it'll be big to see how he handles being in front of a 25% capacity full stadium this early, this young. And then I think Kennedy Brooks, I'm, I'm excited to see him. I, I really miss him. I like how he played before. And I think he's going to come back a lot better than he, than when he was, how good he was when he left. You think he'll come back better? Yeah, Definitely. It's kind of a hot take. A little bit. Not that hot. I mean, I hope he comes back better, but it's just hard to come back after a year of not playing. Yeah. 
Who are your offensive guys? Okay, my offensive players to watch. I I don't want to pick a specific receiver, but I want to watch the receivers because mm-hmm. last year we didn't have really a wide receiver one. I mean, I think it was Marvin Mims, but it wasn't supposed to be Marvin Mims. Like, he just made plays. Yeah, it kind of seemed like it was to the point where he uh, – like later on in the year, it was, he would catch an early touchdown and then you wouldn't really see him for the rest of the night. Yeah, and and that could be because they would double him and no one else yeah. would get open. Or we did run the ball more last year than we have like in the in the past with our high-flying offenses. But yeah, just any of the wide receivers, I think Drake Stoops should have a good year this year. Mm-hmm. I think Theo Weiss should have a good year this year. Is is Hazelwood returning? Um, yes. Okay, I think I was making sure he's not on this depth chart website. There, there are there is a receiver out, I think. Um, but I I didn't have his name in my notes. I know there are two players out with uh injury from practice. Mm. Well, I I just want to see what receiver is going to be the guy that kind of <laughs> steps up and really just. Like it's kind of like that D.D. Westbrook, uh, Hollywood Brown type of player because yeah. we didn't have that last year and it was kind of boring. Mm-hmm. I agree. And, and then on the flip side, on defense, I'm, I not I'm not really gonna pick a. I I want to see Jalen Redmond, but as a whole, I want to see the the defensive line because they should come back to be the best defensive line in the conference. Mm-hmm. Um, even with the loss of Ronnie Perkins, and. I I just I want to see how they cope without a a vet like him on the line. Mm-hmm. They did well early on in the season, but you could see as soon as he came back towards the end in the in the Cotton Bowl, right? Yeah, in the Cotton Bowl and the yeah. Big Twelve Championship, and I think one other game there you could definitely see a big change in how the defense carried themselves and statistically with the numbers sacks and you could see pressure on the offense a lot better so mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see Jalen Redmond come back after taking an off year because of COVID but... I, I think our defensive line has the potential to be the best part of this team I agree that's that's my hot take of the day <clears throat> and I, I, I will hold to that I, I might be regretting it later on in the year but I don't know. Our offense has great <laughs> players, but I mean, we don't know much yet. We can talk more after the game, but mm-hmm. I, my player on defense that I want to watch is Joshua Eaton, the mm-hmm. the sophomore this year. Was a freshman last year. He's just a crazy athletic guy. Yeah, and yeah, I, I think he'll. I don't know about starting, but he'll definitely get good reps in at corner safety. Like wherever they want to put him because he's tall, fast, has good ball skill. Yeah. And then also he's, he's one of those guys you can put anywhere. Yeah. And then going along with that, I wanna watch Woody Washington to see what our corners got this yeah. year. Both of those guys. He's he's gonna be a big impact player for us. Yeah, definitely. We did take a lot of uh hits at the cornerback position. Without yeah, Trey Brown and Trey Norwood would be interesting. Is is Pat Fields coming back? He is. That's gonna be huge for us as well. One player I'm gonna be interested to watch is on the other side of the ball, but Andrew Ram. He is a sophomore this year. He would have got a lot more snaps last year, but um, there were issues with COVID. So he didn't see the field as much as expected. He's going to be a sophomore. He came out of Broken Arrow. And he is supposedly getting, like, starter snaps at center. Mm. Which I think is going to be a big position to watch this year. Oh, yeah. Missing out um, without Creed. And I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how they feel that. And I think in a setup this year, we might see a bit more uh, – competition than normal because you know defense versus offense are bit there's a bit more pride in that than yeah. you know just red versus white it's like a normal scrimmage mm-hmm. so you oh. might get to see some work up front with that just with the different spring game this year do you like it 
Yeah, I, I like the offense versus defense, but I don't know how well it's gonna it's gonna work with like the defense get having so many opportunities to get six points like every snap really. Yeah. Cause I think it's a four and out turnover and defensive touchdown. They get six points. Miss field goal is three. There's I mean, really, the defense should win. Starting up twenty-one-zero. Yeah, it should, should be pretty easy. I, I, I do. I think the defense is going to have a lot of pride because they're giving them up twenty-one-zero. So obviously, that means like the people, um, like our the head of our team who created that. Oh wait. Mm-hmm. I'm. Oh okay. Um, it said trying to reconnect. Oh, no, it's but... good. Got a lot of storms going on right now. So, I think like they're they're already saying that our offense is better than our defense. So it's just kind of like a slap in the face. But yeah, at the end of the day, just I hope nobody gets hurt. It's a big thing. Yeah, you never want to see anyone get hurt. It's it's hard to find the balance sometimes between being able to go a hundred percent and compete at the highest level and not have any injuries or little bugs or anything. Yeah. I completely forgot about this, but Caleb Kelly is finally back. (laughs) Back again. Yeah, and I think this is gonna be our first time we're gonna get him get to see him play in two years. Yeah, we were saying that two years ago. What is this like his sixth year in Yeah, college? he's a six year senior. Oh my gosh. I think I think he's gonna be a player to watch. There's not a lot of film on him recently because you know, two years it's a long time. Yeah. And he's someone I feel like it'd be easy to sleep on. He was very, very, very good before he um had those knee injuries. And I think he's someone that not specifically in the spring being, but later on in um in the fall and the postseason, he's definitely someone who's gonna make some plays. Yeah, again though, it's hard to come back from being gone for that long. I believe, man. I I hope you're right, but I mean, <laughs> he he he's been out so much, and yeah. knees knees are a hard thing to come back from. That's true. So. Kind of just like random, but the NFL draft is next week, I believe. Goodness. I, Creed Humphrey is in almost every draft analyst top five offensive lineman. Ronnie Perkins is on in almost every draft analyst top five defensive lineman. Do you think they'll both go in the first round? Yeah, I I, I don't see him going anywhere else. I and, think they're both guys that you. You pass on, you know, with a 10, 20 pick, he's going to get picked up and you're probably going to regret it because those are two guys who are playmakers, yeah, to say the least. I know you don't watch NFL football like that, but do you know any team where you think they would fit pretty good? Well, so... Last year, I was against drafting a lineman. But as you know, as a Giants fan, Saquon being back, you know, Daniel Jones needs a good center. I think, I think that'd be a, a good decision. You know? yeah. so it's pretty early, but. What what pick do they have? I believe, uh, I want to say four. I will look it up real quit um i think creed humphrey if if the raiders don't take a quarterback i think they should take creed humphreys because they're losing their center rodney hudson i believe is his name like one of the greatest centers of all time that they just kind of threw away for no reason yeah the giants have the uh 11 overall by the way 11 yeah i i could see him going anywhere from like 10 to 20 i don't think he'll be top 10 yeah Unless there's a team that is really down bad like that. Yeah, for, for a center. What about Ronnie Perkins? 
late first round. Just a team that needs something yeah. on defense. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. I I think Ronnie Perkins will be a an impact player. Wherever yeah, he, he is uh it kinda seems like impossible to guard he's so fast. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I think he has he played what, three four games maybe yeah. last year? Mm-hmm. That could very well hurt his stock and drop him into the early second. I yeah, think. that's true. And I don't know, defensive linemen in the NFL, like, there's the best of the best, and then there's just everyone else. Yeah. And he gets thrown into a into a pile. Okay, so transitioning into the next thing. We touched on a little on, bit. We completely missed something in the NFL. Orlando Brown is going to the Kansas City Chiefs. I was going to say that, but I couldn't figure out how to tie it in. <laughs> well, what do you think about that? championship dude if they get anyone else they're gonna be overpowered like the deal so they signed Patrick Mahomes to this insane deal and then Patrick Mahomes takes like a 30 million dollar pay cut so that they can sign more stars they probably told him look we're gonna sign you the best left tackle in the game and they did and that's what they needed last year was a better line they're gonna get it they have all the weapons like I don't see who's beating them besides Tom Brady but weapons, players, athletes, playmakers, can they beat Tom Brady? I, I don't know if I don't know if anything besides God himself could beat Tom Brady, to be honest with you. <laughs> they I don't I don't think any other teams honestly up there. I think we're gonna see the same Super Bowl. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Maybe the Packers, but the Buccaneers are returning all 22 starters on both sides of the ball, which is incredible. No teams do that. It's the Brady effect, man. But if you're the Chiefs, as long as you have a healthy Tyreek Hill and Patrick Mahomes and an average line, like you don't even need an insane line for Patrick Mahomes. He can get out of anything. Yeah. You just need he needs like second or two. Yeah. Not even for him, just to let their outs develop. Yeah, and in the Super Bowl, he had less than a second. Yeah. He mm-hmm. is, I think, on par the greatest quarterbacks ever. Oh, yeah. I, I think he will be second, because I don't think anyone's ever passing Brady. Yeah. I don't think so, either. But talent-wise... Oh, yeah. Talent-wise, I want to say he's the most talented Okay, I want to tie this into OU because I love talking about Patrick Mahomes. That game, Texas Tech versus OU with Baker and Patrick Mahomes, where does that rank on your – this is completely off topic, but where does that rank on your best football games ever watched? <laughs> best football games ever watched or best, like, OU games? Best OU games ever watched. Um, Definitely top five. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, let's see. Tennessee game's got to be up there. Yeah. I, I love that game passionately. I know. You have posted that Instagram picture <laughs> with Sterling Shepard. So it was monumental. Um, and then the game where we beat Alabama with Trevor Knight mm-hmm. at quarterback. That's up there. Yeah, for sure. Um, That Texas Tech game. And then the Baylor comeback. Oh, yeah. That's up there. And then this one's going to be a bit wild. Not wild, but unexpected. My number five has to be OU versus Kansas, like 2016, when Samaj P. Ryan broke the rushing yards record. I was was in-house, in-stadium. I was literally going to say that game. It is... I was actually gonna say that. Yeah, that was a that was a great game. Yeah, loved. That was uh, definitely something kind of remember. If anyone is listening to this and you DM Sooner Section on Instagram, and you 
say that you want the clip of us yelling at the Baylor game. We will DM you a clip of us yelling at the Baylor game. <laughs> it was hilarious. <laughs> Jalen Hurts did some bad things. and But anyways, if you DM us, you can get some insider footage. To say the least, made me very, very angry. Hey, but he, he clutched up for it. He did, he did, he did. Um, I think that game is honestly, because of the age that I was at the time, I think I was like like 12 or 13. Mm-hmm. Just seeing that, like at that age, just like touchdown, 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 touchdown. It was so fun to watch. Yeah. I, I think that one and the, the Sugar Bowl are probably up there. And I'm going to put it up there, even though we didn't win the Georgia no. game. Because that is I that is the greatest college football playoff game of all time, by far in my opinion. Yeah, that's sure. And, and it hurts because yeah, at least like once, twice, three times a month, see a post on Instagram. What is the greatest college football game ever? See a picture. Yeah. See a clip. Oh, and yeah. it's, it's Georgia just bullying us honestly it's it's the picture of him like trotting into the end zone yeah yeah but i mean think about that we played an incredible game and they had Mm -hmm. like two like probably top 20 nfl running backs right now yeah and we have we did not have a defense back then you put you put you put alex grinch as the defensive coordinator on that roster we win a natty oh by far i was about to say like Clap it up for Alex Grinch and what he's done. Mm-hmm. I think, <laughs> I think after this year, here's here's something for you. I think after this year, if Grinch has another great year, I think uh, might have to say goodbye to him, and I think he's going to Michigan. Really? Yeah, that's he's definitely head coach worthy. Oh, for sure. Who was it that entered? Was it Arizona? Um, yeah. I think it was Arizona. Was I, I just, for? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't see – like, he is definitely head coach worthy, but, dude, could you imagine if we had, like – like, if Grinch was our defensive coordinator, Riley was our offensive coordinator, and we had, like, Venables as head coach or something? That would be – We'd be so good. I think about that all the time when I think of us choosing Mike Stoops over Brent Venables. It hurts. How stupid of a decision that was. Okay, completely off topic again, but I'm thinking of Clemson. Do you think this is – okay, well, this is pre, pre-spring game, so this has to be touched on. Like, before mm-hmm. we see anything of our team, where do you see us ending up? Like – Ranking wise, at the end of the year, yeah, very end of the year. <laughs> I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna preach it. Every time we talk here, every time you see a post on Instagram, Twitter, doesn't matter. We are winning a national championship. You you truly believe that in your heart? Yeah. Okay. Who do you I think don't... is who do you think's like our biggest competitor? I guess if you think we're the favorite. Um, overall or conference-wise? Both. Um, in the conference, I think, I think a lot of people are, uh, forgetting about Iowa State. Mm-hmm. They are a top seven team in the nation. They're returning, mm-hmm. I think, is everyone. I think so. Kolar's coming back, right? Yeah. And I don't think Brock Purdy's very good, though. No, but he's not. He's not bad. And their running back is coming back. Wasn't he a Heisman finalist? I believe so. I or think he was up there. He was in the top ten for sure. Did yeah. you see the ESPN post that was like most likely to win the championship? Um. Yeah, I, I did, but I do not remember what the odds were. It was Alabama, number one, of course. And then us, we were like 10% behind. And then it was, I think, Clemson, and then Iowa State, and then Ohio State. They put Iowa State at four. 
I don't like that. Yeah, I mean, they're good, but I don't think they're that good. Yeah, I, I, they're not there. And then I think our biggest uh, team to worry about overall in the playoffs is Clemson. Cause, not Alabama. No, because I don't. I don't think. I don't think we get into the playoff as a four or a one seed. And I think if you like, if you want to hear my prediction right now, I th- I'm thinking Bama at one, and then OU and Clemson at two or three. Those are interchangeable to me. Mm-hmm. And then at four, I think we see a like a dark horse team. Possibly a group of five team, maybe Ohio State. Sneak. I don't. I don't like Ohio State this year, but they could get in there. I mean, I feel like that fourth spot's kind of up for grabs. Georgia, yeah, Georgia. Georgia always just is good. Like it makes me mad. Yeah, they did get a transfer from USC, right? Quarterback. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah that's think- good good but I think they could get that four spot I just don't think we I don't think we see Bama until the championship I think that's 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 my opinion that's my top four okay I'm gonna hold you to that I'm gonna remember that because we're gonna talk we're this is probably gonna come up probably once every week when we do Mm -hmm. this show I'm gonna remember that what you said before we've seen anybody's spring game and if it's right I'll give you 10 bucks I'll take it. <laughs> I, I I think the favorite to win the championship is always Alabama, just because of their coaching. But I, I don't know. They're um, don't they have a quarterback? That's a the five star guy. Dual threat. Um, Bryce Young. I don't know who it is, but they have one, and Clemson has one. I'm pretty sure. Clemson has DJ. Yeah, he. I remember him specifically because he was on uh, QB one. Yeah, and he beat uh, Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. And Notre Dame's a dark horse team too. That's true. You really liked them last year. I remember that. Yeah, that was a mistake. <laughs> Um, okay, so getting back a little bit on track with the it's alleged. By the way, just throwing. It's what? Uh, Bama's quarterback Bryce Young, six one one ninety four mm. out of Pasadena. Yeah, I, I think he'll be good, mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter. Saban, Saban's like Belichick; he puts together yeah. teams. Okay, but anyways, back on track with the alleged armed robbery that happened with. Uh, Trojan Bridges and Seth McGowan. What what impact do you see? Do you think? I mean, do you think they'll be out for the year? Probably. Yeah, yeah. I think. I think uh, it's a felony. Do you think they will be kicked off the team? Yeah. I okay. Mean, they were they were out a good chunk of the season last year. Yeah. Or stupid thing, and then the, uh, I got it. How hard is it to not do something stupid like that? You have everything in front of you. Yeah. You have a very likely chance of playing football on Sundays, making mm-hmm. big money. It's, it's all right there, and then you just kind of, like, throw it away. Well, that's what I wanted to bring up. Like, I'm at, like you're on your football team alone, you probably know so many kids that work so hard to be in the position that they're in. Mm-hmm. And then they just throw it away like it's nothing. I mean, you are at the premier college football team, like one of the top five. I would say the best program ever historically. Yeah, and you just and and you get suspended two seasons in a row, probably kicked off the team, scholarship gone, your chance at free college gone, mm-hmm. and you just have all this football talent. I mean, he's probably he could go somewhere like JUCO. If yeah. He gets out of jail. Yeah, it's. But, it doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, it, and and not only are you on the on a on a national championship favorite team, uh, probably the best college football program ever. You're also playing for the best offensive coach 
in football. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it just doesn't make any sense. Trajan Bridges was going to start, was going to be a very big player for us. Mm-hmm. Just doesn't seem – it doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, and it's kind of sad. Like, you have to feel for the player because you can't always just blame them. Like, maybe that's just how they grew up. And that's yeah. just what they've always done. But at the same time, like, they know it's wrong. They know they shouldn't be doing that. Mm-hmm. But I-, I hope he recovers and has a great future. But yeah. I don't know if football will be in it because of that. Yeah. But do you think that will – obviously, those are two players that we're definitely going to get touches. Do you think it will impact our season heavily or just not really? <laughs> um, I think it might early on, first two, three games maybe – Slow, slow us down a bit more. Um, maybe not as easy as to tell by stats, numbers, but by like play, play calling. Might run the ball a bit more than expected coming into this year. With mm-hmm. um, because I'm not, I don't think our our receiving core is getting worse. We just brought in a a very very good receiver out of Arkansas, but he's coming in the day before the spring game. And I, it's gonna take some more time to for everyone to mesh. Yeah. Especially a quarterback to receiver relationship. I think it might slow us down a little bit there, but I don't think it'll impact us too much. And Rattler and Bridges were pretty close mm-hmm. as far as friends off the field. Yeah. So that could affect them. Yeah, hopefully we um as a team, can bounce back. It seems like uh, it seems like it is the second year in a row we've been in headlines for the wrong thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. If okay, I'm gonna put you into like not necessarily that it's your dream, but you wouldn't mind being a college football coach. So I'm gonna put you in the scenario: Bridges and McGowan call you from prison. And you're Lincoln Riley. Like, you have, like, a minute. What are you saying to them? Do better. Just short and sweet? I mean, yeah. Like, you know how much talent you have. You know what you can do. Don't. Just don't be stupid. It's yeah. it's It's that simple, really. Yeah, I, I, if I was the coach, I honestly would not talk to them. Really? Yeah, because just they need to learn. Like, yeah. And I mean, just as a fan, like those are players we wanted to watch. Mm-hmm. And that mm-hmm. stuff just shouldn't be happening, like, with people that are on our campus. Yeah, an armed robbery? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Was it? Was it? Like it? It was a gun. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's sad. <laughs> it, like, like, okay, you, you, you get suspended for testing positive in a drug test. Okay, like, do better. You're smarter than that. Don't smoke. But, they committed a felony. Yeah, like, <laughs> like weed is legal, but yeah, an armed robbery, yeah, that's, that's. And I didn't even read into all the details because I didn't want to. But do you know, like, what they were trying to get? Um, no. Yeah. I, I do I, know I, it was an apartment complex. Was it on campus? Um, it was pretty close. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's just sad. Yeah, it is. It is. And especially because, like, we don't want to be known to recruit players like that. Yeah. Do you have anything else football you want to touch on? Uh, Just some little uh, roster news things. Um, Of course, as we talked about earlier, Jalen Redmond and Kennedy Kennedy Brooks are both back from opting out of the 2020 season due to COVID-19. And something that kind of came as a surprise to me, Chance Sylvie, uh, safety is not on the um, spring roster. He got snaps in every game last year. Yeah. 
there's no some there's no announcement from him or OU, so um, we don't really know what's going on there. Yeah, that's um, weird. And then <clears throat> we did get Eric Gray from Tennessee, but we also got two other transfers: Wanya Morris, who is a lineman, and Keyshawn Lawrence. And then, uh, young guys, uh, the number two athlete in the nation, Billy Bowman. We have him listed at DB, which I think is uh is big. Should help out. Um, personnel wise, we can shift things around more and uh, start to make up for the missing corners in Trey Brown and Trey Norwood. Mm-hmm. Is uh, what year is Billy Bowman? He's going to be a freshman. Right, so he's going to be. Is he going to be at the spring? No, he won't be at the spring game, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, he could be. Well, it just depends if he's still in school right now. Yeah, I don't know if he was early or not. Um, so, do you remember? He will be at the spring game. He and old early. So, he will be there. Oh, that's good. That'll be interesting to see. Do you remember um, is, is it Demario Williams? Mario Williams, yeah, yeah. Mario Williams, yeah. Mm-hmm. Is he's the same class as Caleb Williams, right? Yes. Or is he a year after? I I think they're in the same class. I thought they were too. So that means he'll be a freshman as well. Yeah, but I don't think he um is early. I think we're gonna have to wait. Okay. Well, actually, he's uh he's early too. Oh, so he'll be there as well. Yeah. I don't know that. how much we'll see from him. Yeah, but that he will be there. I'm is, sure. I'm sure we'll see him get some jobs. I I think he'll be an impact player for our wide receivers for sure. Yeah, definitely. He's uh someone who will definitely get thrown in there, wrinkle things up. <clears throat> so is that is that good for football? Yeah, that's that's right. all I got. So moving to basketball, this will be a little bit shorter because, as as our Twitter bio says, we are a football school primarily. <laughs> but with the signing of or the the hire, I guess, of Porter Moser, our new head basketball coach, what do you? I just want to get your thoughts on him. What do you think of him? <laughs> I think he is a very very good coach, um, and I think he he's gonna help rebuild us and. He's doing very, very good in the transfer portal. I I agree. That's what I was going to touch on next, which was he got Tanner and Jacob Groves from Eastern Washington, which played Kansas in the first round of the tournament. I believe one of them, I think it was Tanner, had 35 points against Kansas. So, I mean, they're good players. They kind of remind me of Brady Manick, both of them. Really? yeah, just like the way they look, like they got some some crazy hair going on. Um, the one the guy I'm most excited for is Jordan Goldwire from Duke. He was mm-hmm. a second team All ACC defensive player, I believe. And you know, I, I mean, obviously, if you are going to Duke on scholarship, you're a very talented player. Yeah. And I found this article where he says. I'm going to paraphrase a little bit, so don't quote me on it. But he said he chose OU specifically for Porter Moser. And he just loved how energetic and passionate he is. And he said seeing what he did with Loyola, you know, not having the most talented kids, but like working hard and really making sure that they were successful is why he wanted to come to OU, which makes me think he is saying basically – I mean, obviously, Duke had a bad year, so that could be a reason why he wanted to leave. But he's leaving probably the greatest college basketball coach of all time, or one of the, to come play at Norman, Oklahoma with Porter Moser. Obviously, we have someone pretty special here, right? Yeah, uh, definitely, definitely have a big-time coach here. And I think it's it'll be interesting to have a new face in Norman. Mm-hmm. And... I'm I'm honestly I don't expect a lot out of this year cuz we kind of lost 
pretty much everyone. Yeah, we um, did from last year's team. So I'm not expecting too much. It'll just be, I think it'll be a fun year to mm-hmm. see how everything shakes out with a completely new look. It seems like on the court. Yeah, I mean, you're saying you're not expecting much. Like, what do you, what do you think our our ceiling is? Um, <laughs> not really our ceiling, but what are your expectations? I think we could make a run in March Madness because it's Porter Mosier. Well, yeah, like, yeah, you know, true. True. that's how it is. Um, Big Twelve play. I'm not. I'm not expecting a lot. Yeah, and if the Big Twelve is anything like it was last year, it's just hard. Yeah, it's the best basketball conference. Like, Baylor had some COVID issues, which, I mean, they played less games, but I think if they played more, they probably would have had three to four losses in conference play. Yeah, likely. It's just, and that's not like Baylor being any worse than they are. It's just so competitive day in and day out. You're playing top 25 teams. And we saw Baylor versus Kansas. I don't know if you watched that game, but Kansas killed them by, like, 20. Yeah. And it and then like earlier in the year, Texas killed Kansas by like twenty, and then Baylor goes to the national championship and kills the undefeated favorites by around twenty. Yeah. Like the Big Twelve is was last year by far the best basketball conference, and I think it will be again next year. But I don't know if we're gonna be up there making it one of the best. Yeah, I don't think we'll be. Last year we were uh, kind of the shocker. It seemed like. Yeah. And I just I don't think we're gonna be in that in that role in the regular season. But I mean, then again, I do think we can make a run in the postseason because because of who's coaching our team. And <clears throat> honestly, March Madness is just about you know catching your stride at the right time and mm-hmm. heating up and just going on a run. It's kind of bad to say it it seems like but not really every game is of March Madness is this team's better than this team because I promise you Abilene Christian University as much as I hate to say it is not a better basketball team than Texas yeah very true Ohio State is not worse it's okay but Oral Roberts had some hoopers yeah they did have some hoopers What's his name? Max A. Smith and Kevin o- O'Banner. Mm-hmm. They, I think they should go to at least the G League. Like they played insane. Yeah. Um, but and that's yeah. part of it. Like, who wants it more is a, a big thing because a lot of big ten teams kind of fell out, and it the Big Ten was good, but it they weren't quite as competitive as the Big Twelve. It seemed like. Mm-hmm. So they probably came in coasting and not really planning on picking, having to pick it up until like the Sweet 16 and saw yeah. how that worked out. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, it all comes down to passion. And mm-hmm. we saw like the Big 12 was the most talented. I, I think we only had one team in the Sweet 16, and that was Baylor. Mm-hmm. And the Pac-12 had like, what, four or five? And they were not a good basketball conference. But their teams just wanted it. And I think Porter Moser is a guy that just wants it. Like, I don't know if you watched the Illinois game or not when they played, when Loyola played Illinois. Mm -hmm. But, like, Loyola had probably seven players that, like, could compete with those guys. And Illinois' whole roster was just way more athletic. They just couldn't, like, his schemes were just so good and, I'm I'm honestly surprised we hired him because North Carolina was looking at him. I mean, like he was pretty much the premier coach for any school that needed a coach. <laughs> yeah, that's that's um one of the things that makes us so great is like higher up beyond the beyond the players. It just kind of seems like we have one of the best athletic departments in the nation. Mm-hmm. Joe Castiglione is the best in the nation and we have in two of our main sports we have two of the like top coaches around 
This is completely off topic, but I think the best coach on our campus is our softball coach. Oh, yeah. Dude, they won like 50-something games in a row. They lost the other day mm-hmm. to Georgia. Georgia, yeah. But then we played them either the same day or the next day and beat them pretty bad. Yeah, it is. We're a different breed in <laughs> softball. And gymnastics, like. Yeah. Okay, that's completely off topic. But one another transfer we got was Ethan Chargois from uh, SMU. He is from Tulsa Union. He was a three-star recruit back in, uh, let me see, 2017. So he is a senior, obviously a grad transfer. But, I mean, I think he will affect a lot. He's 6'9". We need big guys. With the loss of Brady Manick, which I wanted to bring up, going to North Carolina. Yeah, that was a shocker. Yeah. I mean, I, nothing on him, but just kind of crazy to see him in North Carolina. Like, what? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think he's like, I, 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 I love him. <laughs> Not as much anymore. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't think he is. North Carolina level, if they get any recruits like they usually do, he probably won't see the court as much. But we were just as good, if not better, than them last year. Yeah. That's, so. that's another thing, completely off topic. The college basketball Blue Bloods last not there. Yeah, not at all. Non-existent. Like, I, I think it's – which we, we will probably in the off season talk about this for like a whole show, but the one and done schemes mm-hmm. it's just not working anymore. Teams are gonna have to change. They're gonna have to adapt. Mm-hmm. One and done's I think will start going to the G League, which will make college basketball less like like the talent won't be as high. Mm-hmm. But I don't think we'll notice mm-hmm. a difference because it won't be one and done, which I, I really don't like the one and done at Me all. Me either. Personally. <laughs> that's one of the things about Buddy Hield. All four years. Yeah. That's, gone early. that's one of the reasons why I like him more than Trayon. Mm-hmm. I agree. And then um, another off topic. Do you have anything else like on that? I mean, just one more with but go ahead, we'll finish it no, up. No, 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 I'm, I'm on a completely different planet. Okay, well, Davion Harmon transferred to OU. Not not OU, but Oregon <laughs> University. He, I, I don't know why he left, to be honest with you. It, it without it, I, I understood Brady Manick a little bit, but Davion Harmon I really didn't get because we, I mean, he was going to be our probably our star. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. our best player, I feel like there could have been a bit of a, you know, pushing some of the old guys out from Mosier. You think you think he I'm just him. not wanting to play for a brand new coach in a, in a program that's going to be rebuilding. Yeah. I but. I mean I see like if I'm in that situation I see myself wanting to get out for sure if I have the talent to compete somewhere else. But I just feel like OU is going to be just as good as Oregon. Yeah. No matter if we're rebuilding or not. And I I also, I mean, if I'm Brady Manick, I'd rather be on the court than watching from the sidelines. Yeah, that's – he could have gone anywhere else. And it's not even like he's getting – he's going there to get coached by Roy Williams, which is one of the greats, because he's not coaching anymore. He's yeah. going there – to be coached by their assistant coach. Yeah. I don't know. It, it might just be so he could say he, you know, wore the Carolina blue. But Yeah. I, I think basketball next year will be a fun thing to watch. <laughs> yeah. And I don't, I don't think we'll necessarily be rebuilding. I think we'll be kind of at the level that we've been at. And I think there's more transfers to come also. Oh, yeah. Got to be. Gotta, we, we've got to get more. I think, I think our – Recruiting class is definitely going to help a lot. You know, Bijan coming in. He is going to make plays. I'm calling it next year. You think so? Yeah. Also, something interesting to note, 
after Porter Mosier's signing, um, guess who decommitted? Couldn't tell you. Trey Alexander. Really? He decommitted from Auburn. Like a week after Mosier signed as a head coach. That's very notable. I haven't seen that anywhere. Yeah, I know. I, I didn't either. I was scrolling through Instagram and I saw he decommitted. And I was like, dang, that's... Wow. I mean, it, I understood why he would go to Auburn, but they have been getting really good recruits. So Yeah. I don't know if he was going to get minutes, but, I mean, we would definitely take him. Oh, yeah, for sure. I don't see why not stay home and go to OU. I don't know. Hometown hero. Like Bijan. Hey, we're going to get Bijan on here one day. Yeah. Bijan, if you're listening, bro. By any chance. Just DM us right now. Yeah. He can be on any show. At some point this summer, we will definitely hit you up and you will hopefully answer. And we're going to get a collab and a lot of collabs. It's it's like a dream of ours. (laughs) I mean, state champ. Yeah, technically. Uh, no, I think they could be 6A champs too, to be honest. Really? They, dude, they have a good team. It's a hot take. Uh, they they played Edmund Memorial in a tournament at the beginning of the year, and I think they lost by like three. Oh, wow. Yeah. Might be right then. Yeah, but Memorial didn't win, so. True. Dude, if but... Sean Padula could decommit and come to OU... Dude, we'd be crazy. That would be. That would be big. We'd probably see a few guys teeter out of the. I th- like of the portal. We're. I think we're gonna get a lot of guys in the portal coming up pretty soon. Because mm-hmm. I agree. We have a. Uh, some space to say the least yeah I, I i think like some of the only guys returning are um harkless mm-hmm. who i'm glad he was so yeah. fun to watch he's good um i think jalen hill is returning i'm pretty sure he is also a hooper and then i i can't even think of anyone else that's crazy his quash <laughs> left awaku left Manic, Reeves, Harmon. Um, did Alondis Williams leave? Yep. Yeah, I feel like he did. That's that's literally our six best players other than Harkless. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I think Moser knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Should be a fun year. And in bad sports. Oh yeah, for sure. Fo- uh, I'm dude, my hopes for football are National championship this year. I am ready to have my dreams crushed by Kansas State. <laughs> Always Kansas State or Iowa State? Always Kansas State. Never fails. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I, dude, I remember in, on the podcast last, last year, I was saying Kansas State is the game I'm the most confident of <laughs> because I was like, we don't, we shouldn't lose to the same team two years in a row. And that was our first Big 12 game of the year. Pretty much our first real game. It, like, mm-hmm. it was after Missouri State. Yeah. All right. That should be a blowout win. Any team that beats you last year in an upset should not stay on the field. Like, Yeah, you should have, like, there should be a target on them. Yeah. I mean, that's what I thought, and then I was wrong. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Any sense? I mean, like looking back on the year, I know we're nearing the end, but last little point: that Texas game could have gone a completely different direction, and if it went the other way, our season would have been completely different. Yeah, like we might have lost another game after that game. Yeah, the wagon wheels would have fallen off. Yeah, that would have been bad. Because I'm mean, like. I, I personally don't think we deserve to win that game. Really? Yeah. But, I mean, I'm never going to complain of winning. Yeah. Season, but... I think... I 
think we're going to in the regular season. So? Dude, we hey, haven't I, done I can, I can keep spitting. I'm like a microwave. Hot takes all day. Okay. Um, okay, do you think Rattler would be a Heisman finalist? Yep. As, as we're closing out, you think so? Mm-hmm. I was incredibly confident he would last year, but I was my dreams were shattered. He he had a few slip ups early on, but you know, he's used to it. He's he's been there. He's been under the lights on the biggest stage. And it's it's simple. Just go out and ball. Do you think the loss of Tanner Mordecai will impact us? <laughs> yeah. I think the pickup of Caleb Williams, though, will impact us a lot more. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Tanner Mordecai, love you, but you are not as good as Spencer Rattler. Um, okay, I we're almost at an hour. Might as well go to an hour. Last thing. Okay, Rattler last year. I know we have gotten in debates about this. You think he was – obviously, he's like the worst quarterback we've had in the past three years, but that's comparing him to the best of the best. Like, what do you think he does next year that is just better than what he did last year? Um, I feel like decision making is kind of an obvious one, but it it's got to be said. Mm-hmm. I just think he was he was young, young. and kind of in over his head a little bit in a yeah. few situations where it just seems like uh. There's too much going on and yeah. makes the wrong decision, which is something we haven't really struggled with a lot. I mean, Jalen Hurts, you kind of saw it, but yeah. I don't know if that was decision-making as much as... Trying to be having, Kyler Murray. Having yeah. A skill. Right. yeah. Yeah. Not, not playing his brand of football. Mm-hmm. I think... I think we're going to be able to throw in a lot more this year, though. Just yeah. in general. I think, because I believe we looked at the statistic uh, about a week ago or something, and we ran the ball the most, or the, I think it was the most this year. I think it was the most, like, set run plays, but with Jalen Hurts, we ran more, like, QB runs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I think we'll, we'll air it out a lot more this year. Yeah. I, I, I hope we do because it's a lot more fun to watch. Here's here's something to throw out there. Do you think we could see a dual package where you see Caleb Williams and Spencer Rattler on the oh, field? For sure, I think at least once a game. Once a game, dude. When we had Kyler Murray and Baker Mayfield, we ran it like once a game. But Kyler Murray's. The fastest player in college football. Oh, yeah. He was the fastest player on the field every time he stepped on the field. Yeah. He didn't have to step on the field. It's the fastest <laughs> player. Do you remember the whenever Baker Mayfield didn't get to start because he grabbed his notes in front of Kansas? <laughs> and then we put in Kyler Murray, and literally first play on, like, his first play of his first start, he runs, like, 80 yards. It was a read option for 72 or 86, I think. Yeah. Just and then he the trotted off the field, and that was it. Yeah. I'd be so mad. Wait, he did score, right? That, did... that series? I think we just ran it. Yeah. <laughs> Handed it off. Yeah, I don't think he scored on the run. I think he got knocked out at, like, the one or two. But Yeah. Yeah, he, he – dude, him in the NFL, I, th- I think – Dude, we could go forever, but I'm saying the Cardinals have a chance at the Super Bowl. They got James Conner. You think they got James Conner, DeAndre Hopkins, a developed Kyler Murray? The defense, though. Okay, but they have Cliff Kingsbury. That's true. Okay, I want to talk about. Okay, we we need to end it. (laughs) We can we can just let's hear it. Okay. Do you think Cliff Kingsbury is a good or a bad coach? Bad coach, terrible, horrendous. You you really think so? Yes. See, I could go both ways. No. Yeah. Okay. You think he has had Patrick Mahomes and Kyler Murray? 
and Baker Mayfield, right? Yeah. Yeah, and not won anything. Anything. Yeah. But still, he has made them – I mean, he made – he didn't make Mahomes, but, like, he developed Mahomes really well. Put him in the best chance to succeed. Um, he threw away also one of the best. <laughs> okay, that's true. Ever we didn't we didn't even give him a scholarship though. That's true. I I I think he's an average coach. I think he's like a. I can't think of Mike Gundy. Yeah, he's like a Mike Gundy, actually. Yeah, I think he's better than Gundy, but that's not okay. hard. Here's a question. Jalen Hurts, how do you think he's going to do? Oh, I think he's going to do good. Really? I I, I heard that um, Philadelphia, I, I don't know who tweeted it, but someone tweeted that they might be going after another quarterback. Yeah, I saw that they won't name him their starter. Yeah, which... I think is just a like fire him up type of thing. Because mm-hmm. if I was a coach, I wouldn't name my starter until like probably a month before our first game. Yeah. Maybe even sooner than that. I just think like, like he's that guy. There's no point in going after anyone else, it seems like. Yeah. Well, I mean, but the type of football he plays, he could get hurt. That is just telling. Wait, yeah, they traded. Where's Wentz now? I really don't know. I don't it doesn't matter. Wentz. He's not no. very good. No, he's not, but he's somewhere else. I kind of think it's the Bears. Yeah. No, I don't know. Um, But, yeah. Who is Texas coach? Uh, Sark. Sarkeesian, Steve. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. Ooh. That could be good. I don't, I don't, I don't like Texas. I've not. I mean, I don't either. But... They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't like them to do anything next year. Everyone's Cody Thompson. Yeah, Cody Thompson. Yeah. 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 Cody Thompson this, Cody Thompson that. No. He's not. He's not. He's not. He's not all that. Dude, you are on the hot takes, hot take train of a lifetime. I am, I am. Keep it coming, baby. Okay, I just think here. My thought process with Texas is like, how do you get the best recruits in in the state of Texas? So pretty much the best recruits in the country, mm-hmm. year in and year out, and just don't perform. They make more money than any college football program in the country, and they just don't. They don't win. Simply, I don't understand. How does that even happen? I, gotta be. I mean, we might see it change this year. I just think Tom Herman is a very bad football coach. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I remember when he got hired. Like, uh, OU fans on Instagram were celebrating. <laughs> yeah, like you don't want to see anyone else celebrate that you hired someone. Yeah, that isn't a part of your fan base. And they kept him for three years, two years. I want to say four. Four. <laughs> I think four it was three or four. Um, but yeah, I don't understand because like they make more money, and I don't think it's close. I think they make like twenty or thirty more million than anyone close. Yeah. And they just like they could build anything they wanted. They could give these players McDonald's bags of money. <laughs> But they, I mean, they get good players. They have good, I don't understand. They just lose. Yeah. And I hope it stays that way forever. I agree. But they win against us, actually. So. <laughs> That's a completely different. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole different thing. Yeah. I know. Dude, idea for future shows. We can, like, walk through our favorite, like, of each rivalry game. Ooh. Or, like, of each game against a big 12 team mm-hmm. i would be i would be good on okay nobody, nobody's listening to the show anymore but if you are you can hear this did you see what happened with edp <laughs> <laughs> Dude. 
13. She's getting some cupcakes, man. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> he literally goes, how old are you? She said 13. And he was like, okay, send me the <laughs> Yeah. I think Him and Lil Mosey. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. I don't know how I feel about Lil Mosey's, but. Not quite as bad. It's yeah, still not... pretty bad. Well, apparently, like, she was drunk. Oh. But still. Um, yeah. Yeah. Hey. We'll see. Um, who was the... Never mind. I think I think we cut her off. Yeah, I think um, we've been through everything. There were well over an hour. Our target time was 40 minutes. Yeah, just if anyone's still here. If anyone's still here, DM us the word... Give a word. Um, hatch, like green <laughs> chili cheddar popcorn. DM us the word hatch, and you'll get a shout out on all platforms. Or cheddar. Or just DM us a word. <laughs> yeah, just one random word. We'll know. Yeah, probably be the only person in our DMs. Yeah, we will give you. Uh, no, I won't say that. That will that will be an announcement coming up. All right, well, thank you guys for listening. Make sure to follow uh, at Sooner underscore section, all lowercase, on Twitter and Instagram. And or premium Sooner News. If anyone is here, don't forget, we are back. This is going to be a weekly thing, dropping every Saturday, I think, is what we're going to aim for. And this week is going to be a doubleheader with this as our return slash spring game pregame podcast i guess and yeah. then we will probably on sunday or monday have a post game podcast drop with our thoughts about the game everything we saw and anything that could happen from now and probably 24 hours from now at 204 a.m um yeah that's about it also in the news the storm stopped they did. They did. Which is great. It's great. Hopefully, we're going to have a dry field tomorrow. No injuries, no torn ACLs, ankles. And no rain delay. No rain delay. That's a big one. Yeah. If you are still here, you can probably head to Soonersports.com and get some tickets and see your boy at the game. Is a... um, yeah. Thanks for listening. And... Follow us on all socials. You know where it's at. See ya.